0: it's the day after valentine's day happy day after valentine's day to all my single peeps out there who are heading to the walmart or have already been to the walmart getting all the 50 to 75 percent off valentine's day candies you rock love you i feel ya hi I'm Leah Grace, I'm almost 22, and I'm single. So, uh, today, guess what we're going to talk about? (sighs) Singleness. Okay, great, yeah. Good job. So, um, let me just tell you guys. I have been single for a year, over a year and a half, um, almost two years, and it has been a journey. A journey. So, for me, and I, let me just give you guys a brief backstory. So, I loved having a boyfriend, I was never not single. I got my first boyfriend at sixteen, and from sixteen up until I was, how old was I? Two years ago, twenty. Uh, yes, I had just turned twenty. So up until I was twenty years old, I was, I was always dating somebody. And the only time I was ever not dating somebody was like the brief window in between each boyfriend that normally was about uh, a week two a month not long I was bouncing I did not want to be single because I did not like who I was when I was single I wanted I didn't I always felt ugly I always felt insecure I always battled with that thought of like ugh, you know I'm I don't like who I am and so I would get a boyfriend to remind me like hey you you look beautiful and in reality, those feelings of insecurity didn't go away. They were just masked by the validation from a, a guy. And so my first boyfriend, I had, I had just really, you know, he was an older guy. And I was just all about it. And then I, we broke up and then a couple weeks later I'm dating another guy a couple weeks later after him I'm dating another guy after me and him had broken up and then I just bounced back and forth and I just I never wanted to be single and I was like well if I have a boyfriend even though I'm still insecure I at least have somebody to tell me that like you don't have a reason to be insecure you're beautiful And I was seeking validation in all the wrong places. And my last boyfriend, again, it was almost two years ago. And um, I was trying to live better for Christ. And I was trying to do things a little better than I was doing. Um, You know, temptations and struggles still pop into your head and thoughts. But, you know, I was trying to do better. And so I... One day was working at the daycare where I loved to work. And the Lord told me, I have something more for you. And I was like, oh, okay. What's that? And he was like, but I need you to quit your job. And I need you to break up with your boyfriend. And I was like, um, mm." and I made good money at the daycare. I loved what I did. I had prayed for that position and I got that position. And then it was like, God, you, I've prayed for this and now you want it. You want me to give it to you. And he was like, well, do you trust me? And it was just like, and I was reminded of Abraham where Abraham said, God, where are we going? And he said, I'll show you. And it was so much like that. And I was like, okay. So that next day. I quit the daycare, but the day that the Lord told me to, I broke up with my boyfriend, and I explained to him, you know, I feel like God is taking me on a journey, and he needs me in a single of seasoness, of seasoness, <laughs> of singleness, and he needs me, he needs my full devotion, and so we had broken up, and I began to run after God more than i ever had and were there still temptations absolutely <laughs> did i did i love being single absolutely not I uh, at, at the beginning you know i was on that christian high i was on that like that i was on that christian fire where like you're like yes god is so good yeah and you're like running and you're you're excited and you're jumping and you're lifting your hands and you're just you want to read the bible all the time and you want to pray all the time that slowly fizzled (laughs) and i was like i want a boyfriend (laughs) and i was a mess y'all there were days where I was a mess, and I'm not gonna lie when I say I got on back on dating apps. Rewind, dating apps were my weakness. How do you think I was able to get boyfriends so quickly? <laughs> I loved dating apps. I loved online dating. I loved, I loved the quick and instant gratification that it gave me, and um. I believe that the Lord can take anything and make it work, but for me, online dating is probably not going to ever be an option again. Uh, and uh, so, I was, um, you know, on online dating apps and stuff like that, and it was like I never got anything during my single my season of singleness. I was like, I keep swiping, and I am swiping on good guys. God, like they have hearts and crosses and they say that they love you and it says God first so like why why isn't it working and God's like because I need you single put the phone down focus on me so I would do that and then the thoughts would still pop up and there was a time where I uh, uh, there was a point where I said God I will not touch a dating app I won't do it and so, I haven't been on another dating gap in a long time. So, praise God for that. But, the thought still pops into your head, you know, that you want somebody. And so, when I would walk into a room, I'd, like, straighten myself up if there was a cute guy. Or, I would, like, be a little more, like, vocal. Or, I would, like, smile more. And, you know, I was just trying to get guys' attention. And, um... You know I was doing it for all the wrong reasons and uh, I began to just kind of battle with my singleness and there were days where it was great and I was like God you know I just want you you know I just want you nothing else and I was like you know I was I would be in my floor I'd be praying I'd be reading my Bible I'd be studying I'd be focused but then it was like uh, you know I'm lonely you know, I want somebody here. I want to, I want to hug somebody. I want to, somebody to be like, hey, let's go out to eat. I want, I want to, I want somebody. And there are days where it's really hard. And, you know, it happens when, you know, it's not, it's not easy to be single and try to live right for the Lord, you know, because you want to do it the right way. But, You also, and you want to be devoted, but you also, you can't help with that that void that you feel, that want, that desire that you feel. But you know something, I have been focused on here recently, is that verse: seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you, and I began to think about that verse and i was like it says seek first the kingdom of god and i'm like do i really do that and so i began to look at myself and examine myself and say lord show me what i need to work on and we started doing a uh a 21 day of prayer and fasting at our church. This was at the first of the year. And I asked the Lord, God, what do you want me to fast during this time, during this season? Because I didn't want to just be like, I'm fasting chicken. Or, you know, I wanted to focus on something that I really spend a lot of time doing. And the Lord told me to take my mask off. And when he told me that, I was like, oh. And if you guys know me, I love makeup. And I love how it looks. I love how I feel when I have it on. I love, you know, getting compliments on it. But the Lord began to reveal to me that, you know, I can read the verse. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but I don't really believe it. And so during this time and during this season, the Lord was like, I want to show you what I think of you. And it was, it was hard because I began to think about all the people who would see me without makeup. I was like, guys are going to see me without makeup. People who compliment my makeup are going to see me without makeup. And I began to And I was like, you know what, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to do it. But it's going to be hard. And I know that I can't do it without you. And I know that it sounds goofy because it's just makeup. But I have used makeup as a mask for so long. And I have used makeup as something that I feel like draws guys to me. And I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And I needed, the Lord needed me in that season. To or in during those couple of days to take my mask off to be completely raw and real, and it was not just in the physical taking my makeup off, but also in the spiritual. He needed me to take that guard down so that he could expose the things in me. And as I was going through that season of not wearing makeup, it was hard because. You know, there was one day where a group of guys came into the church to move the piano. And they were all my age. And they, I'm not going to lie, they were all good looking. And I didn't have makeup on. And when they left, there was like so so many lies. The enemy will take anything and make you think terrible things. So those guys were very nice to me they're very kind and I was like you know maybe one of them, surely one of them will like talk to me and be kind of you know flirtatious and that didn't happen and you know I, I, and the, the enemy was like, oh, none of those guys asked for your number. None of the go- those guys really talked to you, so they probably thought you were ugly. It's probably because you're not wearing makeup. And, I, you know, the enemy will just hit you with some stupid stuff, and you just uh, hate him. So, he, uh, I mean, it was just one of those things where I was like, God, I don't want to feel the way that I feel. You know, I don't want to think like... Oh, well, they didn't ask you for my number. You know, I don't, I don't want to think that. I don't want to be in that. Why do I keep, why am I so caught up in what people think of me? And he began to remind me of all the times that I ever used a boyfriend as like a cover-up. And he was like, you know, you've seen, you sought guys out to be your affirmation, to be your gratification, to... Feel that void of loneliness and all those insecurities and you tried to get guys to cover it up you know you tried to cover up that knife gash bone deep wound with a band-aid called a boyfriend and those those wounds of insecurity you can't just cover those up with a band-aid those need a surgeon and so God was like, if you will, just let me knit you back together and get rid of those, those deep gashes and let me show you who I see you as. And so I began to pray every day um, when I normally would put my makeup on, I began to pray and seek the Lord. And I would say, God, help me to see myself the way that you see me. Because I want to see myself as fearfully and wonderfully made. I want to see myself as called, loved, creative, and valued. And I want to see myself as someone who is knitted together by the King of Kings. Someone who fixed and healed and sewed up all these scars. And someone who sewed up all those deep wounds of insecurity. I want to see myself the way that you see me help me to do that every day and so during that time and during this single season of singleness the Lord has just been dealing with me and has just been been reminded me you know you don't need a boyfriend to tell you and to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's why I have blessed you with scriptures. Words from my, my mouth that of who you are. And who I see you as. And that's why I have, you know, blessed you with this beautiful thing called prayer. To get on your face when you don't feel those things. When you really want to. A boyfriend but nobody's looking your direction or you feel nobody's looking your direction or you feel like you have nobody to talk to or when you feel lonely you I you have me you have prayer get on your face and pray because I will r- affirm to you that you are all of these things and he wants to hear us cry out to him it have you, have you ever seen a baby cry out for their dad and they're just like dad, 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 and he's like, "Oh, where, where are you?" I'm gonna, I, I, and they pick them up and they love on them, and the father just wants us to call out to him, say, "God, I feel so lonely, I feel so scared, I don't feel that I'm worth anything, nobody is is looking my direction," and the Lord is saying, "If you will just." Call out to me. I will fill all of those voids. And in the right time, I will present somebody to you. And they will be exactly what you've prayed for. But we can't do it on our own will. We can't. And as Christians, Christian Christian singleness is... Is so much different than being single in the world. And Christian dating is so much different than worldly dating. And I have worldly dated. I have partially Christian dated. And I have seen Christian relationships. And I have seen worldly relationships. And there is nothing like seeing couples who have prayed for each other and the Lord bring their paths together. When I watch like I'm I'm that person who watches like wedding videos and I love to hear the story of like I prayed for this guy. My sister, she prayed for her husband now my brother in law, Caleb, and they connected like instantly And she knew. And there's just nothing like hearing those things. And I'm like, you know, and God reminds me one day that it's going to happen for you. I know the desires of your heart. But if you'll seek me first, all these things will be added unto you. So as you are on your journey of singleness, just know that you're not alone. That these feelings that you're feeling are real feelings, and I'm gonna get that on a shirt. These feeling, these feelings that you're feeling are real feelings, and they, you know, they are the loneliness, the sadness, the desire to be married, to have a boyfriend, to or a girlfriend. If you're a guy, listen, and you want a girlfriend, they're real desires. They're things that you really want and when you're a christian and you're you know living <laughs> when you're trying to live right but you have this thought in the back of your mind like but lord i really want this and just be reminded of that verse in matthew seek first the kingdom of god and all of these things will be added into you because if you seek him first if you are running full speed, and I've watched a pastor's relationship sermon on this, and um, if you will run after him full speed with your eyes forward, focused on him, one day he's going to allow you to look to the side, and there's going to be someone running right next to you. And y'all are going to be running the same direction, and he's gonna ha- he or she is just going to happen to be cute. And the Lord's going to bless you with everything that you've been praying for. So don't give up. Don't get discouraged. I know what it feels like. And um, again, I don't know if I'll do like a form of like relationship or singleness series. But I thought about it. Um, But. You know, that's such a a deep and meaty topic. I would have to do a lot of prayer. I would have to do a lot of fasting, a lot of studying. But there's there's big things that come from your season of singleness. And I think it was Sadie Robertson. um, She did a sermon, or she spoke at something, and it was, Don't Waste Your Waiting. And she was talking about when you're waiting on something big and something to happen next, um, not to waste your waiting, but to steward what you have now until you get your next thing. And so that's something I'm working on is just stewarding what the Lord has given me right now until he blesses me with the next thing. Um, so I hope that you will do the same thing too. Um, if you are single and you listen to this, and you are struggling with the same things, and you need somebody to talk to, message me. Follow me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on Instagram, and it's the Leah Grace. If you just want to talk, if you are struggling, if you f- ever feel lonely in your singleness, pray, talk to God. But you know, some it's it's not a bad thing to call on one of your friends and be like, Hey, can we go get coffee? I just miss hanging out with somebody there's nothing wrong with that let's go get coffee I don't drive so you'd have to drive but (laughs) let's go get coffee and you know just just find some people to talk to and it really helps when you are open about the things that you're struggling with and you just have some people to talk to but anyway this has been a long podcast of me just kind of talking I didn't really share much of anything except for how I feel and what I've battled with and hopefully this helps you and you can relate and it gives you some hope that it does get better and that you're not alone um but uh I love you guys and I hope that you if you are in a relationship if you're married you had a very happy valentine's day if you are single that you still had a good valentine's day maybe your mom or your friend that got you a valentine or if it was just a day for you I hope you had a great day um I love you guys so very much and I will see you on the next one bye